Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Well, Brad, it looks like it's the return of follow-up. Yay! I've been missing follow-up, man. Your what, favorite. What would we do without follow-up? We would talk about new news, and we can't talk about new news. We need to talk about old news. Yeah. Only, only things we've talked about before, because those are the things we know the most about. Yes. Yeah. And we, we only, <laughs> with follow-up, we only know more. So isn't that good? Isn't that important? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. So first follow-up. So the magic bands, the Hocus Pocus magic bands that we talked about. Um, the ones that neither one of us really were super happy about the design of. Yeah. And, they, and, and they more made importantly, the... the box did not smell like chocolate. I mean, come on. <laughs> the, they were the ones that made the Sanderson sisters look like sinister. And, you know, we, we saw the ones from a couple years ago that were really good and cartoony and, and really matched the, uh, the film a lot better. Um, apparently they have discontinued and like removed all mention of them from the website in some very strange, uh, like kind of erasure of history. We ret that, we retconned this. That ne yeah. those were never there. What are you talking about? And not just the right. magic bands. The magic band. There was like a snow globe, a bag, T-shirt. I mean. There was a lot of merch that was carrying this, uh, this you know, artwork for uh, for the not so scary Halloween party this year, and it's all gone. Just gone. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, I and no no explanation, just gone. Right. Yeah. It again, but if you erase it all, it was never there in the first place. Uh, I know MagicBandCollectors.com has posited that they have heard a rumor that it could be a legal slash copyright issue because some of the artwork is very similar to uh, an artist named Alexander Henry. And if you go uh, look, at the, look at the link on your show notes, they've, they have actually tracked down some artwork that is definitely in the same vein, I would say, as the artwork that you see on the Magic Band, both the Sanderson sisters and the cat on the opposite side. Binks, it, yeah, it, Jinx, it almost something like that. I think it's yeah. Is it Thackeray Binks? There we go. That's oh, a strange. It's a weird name, but it almost has to be legal. It would have to be that because there's no reason for them to advertise it and then immediately pull it just because they like somebody didn't like it. Yeah, and and you know another another rumor is that it could have something to do with revenue sharing or something like that. But uh, as MagicBandCollectors.com po posted, and as I immediately thought when I first heard this rumor, if that's the case, why are they still doing the stage show? Like, why are why do the Sanderson sisters still exist at uh, Not So Scary Halloween Party and play a major part in Not So Scary Halloween Party? You know, so mm -hmm. yeah, I think. I think this artwork thing sounds pretty logical. Uh, it is interesting that a couple of these magic bands did make it out into the uh, into the wild and did get sold before somebody was told they weren't supposed to be sold. So I guess if you got lucky enough to buy one of these, 
you have something that should sell on eBay for a pretty, pretty penny if you find somebody who's, you know, looking to got to catch them all or something. Uh, But otherwise, yeah, no uh, creepy looking Sanderson sisters for you this year. Look, look again in 2018, because I'm sure I'm sure they'll keep going to that well, as long as that well keeps printing money. Right. Mm hmm. And it's a good movie and a, a, a nice property for Halloween. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't have a problem with it. I'm, I'm kind of surprised, uh, you know, they haven't tried to do this with, you know, other, other ones. Though, I will say, I guess uh, that movie definitely has more of a cult following than, say, like um, a Halloween Town, maybe. Yeah. Even though oh, Halloween, Halloween Town had, like, what, three or four? different uh different movies made based on it i feel like there were there was at least three maybe four so there somebody somebody was watching them but maybe maybe they aren't the right age yet or maybe that movie just hasn't aged as well i don't know it's been it's been quite a while since i've seen halloween town but either either way yeah they'll they'll continue using hocus pocus and i and and i'm not trying to say that in a negative manner like why wouldn't you use Hocus Pocus? It's a good film that, that, as you said, also really works perfectly for the Halloween season. But either way, you're not, you're not going to see this stuff this year. It's, it's all gone. It never existed. This recording never happened, and the previous recording <laughs> discussing it never happened. Right. Yeah. We're, we're going to retcon that to be talking about uh, Hocus Focus. Hocus Focus. Yes. About totally cameras. unrelated. Cameras and hoping for things. Yes, hoping, hoping your camera's in focus when you take a picture. That is right. Hopus Focus. Okay, I'm going to let you do the next bit of follow-up so you can oh, come say, on. Don't you, say don't your you special love it? word. Don't you love it when I put things on follow-up and then let you have to lead into them without having any clue what they're actually about? Mm-hmm. Especially when they're about... The mini Evans. Uh-huh. Your favorite thing. Uh. So, so I... <laughs> I will tell you this, uh, up until pretty recently, this was not going to make it onto follow-up because initially there's a, there's a picture on Twitter from BioReconstruct, uh, you know, that the, the Twitter aqu- account that Jeremy is totally and utterly and completely in love with. Oh, yeah. I, I just and, want that dude's life. See, see not, that, not that I'm not, but Jeremy is just especially in love with BioReconstruct. <laughs> uh, but anyway, BioReconstruct had posted a picture of... What uh, he, or I guess what he captioned as large-sized mini-e-van. And I just, I retweeted it because I thought it was interesting. I hadn't seen one of these before and kind of left it at that. But fortunately, Rachel uh, over on Facebook, and uh, Rachel is also one of the hosts at Behind the Magic podcast. uh, She actually pointed out that it is a... Handicap accessible mini evan, which I you know it's I I'm not saying that it's a huge deal, but I just thought it was really cool when when she pointed that out and suddenly it all made sense. I'm like, okay, because I didn't really understand like why is there a larger, more van like mini evan, right? But the idea that they that they considered the needs for a handicap accessible one and actually provided one, I think that's kind of totally awesome. Do we know if the pricing's the same for those? I it has to be, not. right? I, yeah, I, I would think so. 
I let's just let's just leave it. At, I would think so because I I, would, yeah. I could come up with a lot of caveats to that, but who knows if there are any? Uh, and yeah, I haven't I haven't looked at the pricing because I didn't even know. Again, didn't know that these sorts of things were available because every image of mini evans that I've seen have been of that that same uh, what SUV or whatever that they're yeah, using Chevrolet, the Equinox, I think. Yeah, yeah, whatever whatever that thing is. But this is this is again, it's a it's a higher van. And uh, once once Rachel pointed that out, I did notice that it did have the the step rails on the side. And so I'm guessing that, you know, I don't know, it possibly can support a, a wheelchair or something like that. But uh, anyway, there there is a, a handicap accessible somewhere. Mini Evan, how you would go about calling that or anything? I don't know, because the lift does the lift app have some way of marking that you need uh, a handicap accessible vehicle? I have no idea. I've never used Lyft before. You know what? We should we should actually research things before we put them <laughs> into follow. Uh, you know what? Well, but we these sh- these questions come up so organically. How could we have thought to research that without having a thoughtful conversation about them first? That's true. And then and right. then we wouldn't be able to have these conversations in real time, and they would sound staged and boring. That'll be that'll be follow up for next week. Follow follow up. Yeah, because because can you yeah if you follow up on something and follow up is it still just follow? Wow, this is like some inception level mm. stuff going on here. Anyway, don't, let's, don't let's, hurt your brain. Let's break out of this before I do hurt my brain, and let's just say handicap accessible mini evans are a thing. So in Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios, uh, we've known for a long time that there's going to be a Slinky Dog uh, roller coaster, and somebody snapped a bunch of photos and. Or, you know, a bunch of people snapped a bunch of photos and videos of the roller coaster train itself actually arriving. It's really quite amusing to see Slinky Dog that big and as a as a roller coaster. So I have I have to be honest and say I'm not like I saw the pictures and went, well, that's cool. I didn't really think it was, it was as big of a deal as what some people did, I guess, because I really wasn't. Again, kind of like you said, we've known for a while that Slinky Dog Coaster was coming to Toy Story Land, and I thought as I saw it, hey, this looks like what I expected the Slinky Dog Coaster to look like. Uh, The only thing that I would say would be surprising uh, is that it came through the main entrance rather than via some back way, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was on the main roads. Yeah, but then it makes total and complete sense when... You look and find out that Disney did a ride vehicle arrival video, you know, which this is a super fun, super cool video to 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 welcome this coaster. And that made it all worth it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the the way that they have and, and this is not just a like when when somebody told me, hey, there's a there's a video of this vehicle arrival happening over on Disney Parks blog. I'm like, okay, so there's a video where Disney Parks blog went, oh, yeah, we, we went ahead and brought that through the main entrance. We should probably do something about it like everybody else's. No, this is actually a, that was planned. This is a right. produced video with, yeah. you know. Woody the, and Jesse and Buzz are all talking, and all the Army men are talking about it happening. And Right, the Army men jump onto it, and then Buzz shoots the. Uh, the cover. Yeah, the tarp off of the top of Slinky Dog Coaster so that you can actually see him and. I, I like I said, I really was not that interested in this when it was, you know, hey, I happen to see Slinky Gog coaster going through the main entrance. Here's a picture of it. Here's a video of it. 
but I was totally uh, in love with it once I saw once I saw the video. Yeah, it's pretty cute, and, and I'm excited to see uh, stuff like this being used. Number one to help the fans know that for for those people who aren't as fanatic as what we are, like they know that now this is another way of telling them that something is happening, but also for telling the fans who are fanatic and keeping track of all this, that things are continuing to move forward, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. there is now a slinky doll coaster on property. And, you know, we've seen pictures that show that the track it looks like is pretty is either pretty much complete or complete the track from what i've seen online the track is complete um i don't know if they've actually run the coaster but the track itself is a is a completed loop at this point right so so mechanically it's it's completed i i wouldn't surprise me if there's still some other by by mechanically i mean all the pieces are placed together that doesn't mean all the motors and brakes and all those sorts of things have been put in for all that we know. But anyway, Slinky Slinky Dog Coaster is now there. I think it's a really cute video. I enjoyed watching it. I suggest you go to the show notes, check out the uh check out the video on Disney Parks blog. So, tell me about uh mobile ordering and where cuz I saw this about Dole Whips being able to be mobile ordered and that is very exciting to me. Now, if only they would deliver to Texas. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so this was actually something that was announced back in, uh, I guess, August, right? That, that they were expanding the, and, and as we discussed, I think maybe two or three episodes ago, somewhere, somewhere in the last few episodes, mobile ordering is continuing to expand. Mm-hmm. And it was announced, uh, WWNT had an article back in August that said, hey, it's coming to the Lunching Pad, Aloha Isle. Uh, Rosie's All American in Hollywood Studios, Fairfax Fair, Catalina Eddie. So all of those little things in that, uh, I guess it, it feels almost like an outdoor food court area over there at DHS. Yeah. Well, I guess Toluca Turkey Legs isn't on there, and there may be like one other place. But quite a few of those places are getting it. And then uh, Sun- Sunshine Seasons over at Epcot is getting it. Yeah, that, that's all fine and good. But yeah, we didn't... So so wait, so you heard about this. Somehow I missed this. You heard that I would be able to get my that I could get my Dole Whip via mobile ordering and you did not think this was worthy of sharing? <laughs> I think I saw somebody um on Disney Twitter talking about it. And uh my first thought was why on earth would I need that? Because the Dole Whip is basically ice cream and takes no time to get and then i thought about it and it is kind of exciting to be able to just walk up to the the thing and not have to wait because there's usually a line okay so okay let that me, made let me, just, me excited let me ask you a question you you go to starbucks right yes okay and i go to starbucks have you used mobile ordering at starbucks i actually have not okay I'm sorry. Go, I know go this. To, yeah, wait, let me let me say I have so that your No, 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 no. It's, analogy it's perfect, will work. No, it's perfectly all right that you haven't used it because that explains to me why you don't understand what a big deal this is. I want you to take your take your Starbucks app tomorrow. Okay? Head up to Starbucks around let's say 8:30, 9 o'clock. Whenever whenever there's going to be a good line at Starbucks, okay? 
and and before you before you leave or when you're about five to ten minutes out, go ahead and put in your order for your drink, okay? And then when you get to Starbucks, look at the line of like seven or eight people, and you know there's somebody in there who's gonna go, oh, um, I want a mo, no, Karen, no, uh, geez, do I want vanilla? Be- that that person is gonna be in the line, right? And everybody right. is like, will we ever get our coffee? And look at them, stare them down as you walk right up to the counter, say your name, and they hand you a drink. And you because, get the stink eye from everyone because else in the Because it is line. a wonderful feeling to go, you know what? I know how to beat the system. And the way <laughs> to beat the system is mobile ordering. And, and that, is the same, that is the same thing that you can do at Aloha Isle. But outside, outside of trying to make yourself feel better than everyone else, no, it's, just, it's nice to not get stuck in the... You know, because sometimes Aloha Isle is, you know, two minutes. So I've seen Aloha Isle be like a 15-minute wait to Jeez. get a Dole Whip, dude. And, and Dole during Whips those are times, they are, they are important, but I don't, <laughs> still don't want to wait in a 15-minute line. True. And if I can, instead of waiting in a 15-minute line, hit the little button on my app, walk up to the counter, and have them hand me a Dole Whip, I like that. I like that, that a that lot. That makes you look pretty important, too. That's right. That's right. You know, they... Do that, uh, wear a name tag, and somebody's going to think, you know, you must be like a manager or something. <laughs> I, he just walked up and they handed him a Dole Whip. They didn't even, they did, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, am, I am so excited about the concept of being able to go and get my Dole Whips. You know, mobile ordering, I think, is great for, for restaurants, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I still like the idea of these smaller places and at first i thought the same thing because i went eh who cares about going to get a snack and then i remembered oh yeah because i like going to starbucks in the morning when the the line is deep and the the you know the drive through is all the way around the building and knowing that i've got you know i need to be at work and i can get in and out in like three minutes i i just oh it, it like it's nails on the chalkboard when i go to walt disney world and I go to one of their Starbucks locations there because I can't use Mo. I'm like, I should be able to skip. I know the secret. I know the secret <laughs> to skip this line. And you're hamstringing me by not letting me do it. So. And you won't let me. That's right. So if you, it, for those of you who, who are listening, if you don't do Starbucks, but you want to experience the real way of skipping the line, there you go. Get your mobile ordering on. Get you a Dole Whip. And... Just enjoy walking up, walking away, and not getting frustrated by that 15-minute line. So the last thing that I wanted to talk about uh, is a new tour at Animal Kingdom, which I don't, I don't quite remember if they've ever done a tour, or like a tour like this at Animal Kingdom before. But it's basically a, a VIP tour, and they will take you behind the scenes um as the park transitions from day to night it's it's pretty cool it's four hours long it's 250 dollars a person which is is a little expensive but come on man they're gonna share their detailed knowledge of critters and creatures that call the animal kingdom home they're the yeah detailed knowledge but I don't know these kind of tours. I've never actually been on one. Um, I really would love to do the uh, Magic Kingdom one. Um, I don't. Is it behind the behind the? What's the? What's There's the Magic a. Kingdom? I 
there's at keys least to the two, yeah there's keys, keys to, to the, the kingdom. kingdom and then there's one other one and i've done keys to the kingdom and it was i thought it was pretty enjoyable uh to get to do it but okay so so that part's you know okay there's another tour available we know there's keys to the kingdom there's behind the seeds there's the crazy long star wars tour over right. at uh disney's hollywood studios the thing that's interesting to me about this one is that when you do this tour, uh, you get expedited fast pass plus access to Flights of Passage, Navi River Journey, Expedition Everest, Kilimanjaro Safaris, Dinosaur, and Re basically, if it's got a fast pass, you get a fast pass. You get it, yeah. To to everything on this. Now, I haven't looked lately, but is um, Flights of Passage still regularly, you know? three hours long uh i've seen i've seen multiple people posting uh waiting yeah multiple hours two to three hours i don't think i've seen four to five or anything crazy like that lately but still two to three hours and hmm. i think that what uh the river journey is probably i i've definitely pulled it up and seen it posting over an hour as well so so the waits on these are still pretty long and what is what is kind of interesting to me is are we seeing a way of doing a max pass type of system or a buy additional fast pass type of system without creating a buy additional fast pass type <laughs> of system? So you're saying that part of this $250 is, is like supposed to be the expedited fast pass. Okay, let me, let me ask you a question, Jeremy. If I say to you, hey, Jeremy, for $100, do you want to go behind the scenes at Animal Kingdom and learn about how it transitions to day to night and, and get, to see, uh, some of the, get to see and hear about some of the animals for $100 a person? Yeah. I think I would say yes to that. Okay. How about $150? Mm, I think that would probably be the upper limit for me, $150 for just that. Okay, so let's say 175 then, because that's above your upper limit, right? Yeah. Okay, but now let me ask you the same question and then tack on to that. And I'll also give you a fast pass to pretty much everything in the park. Does that not, does that not make it worth a lot more than probably what it was worth before? Yeah, it does. It, man, that's just such a weird. It's. It's hard for me to put a price on FastPass because I have always been like a huge proponent of keeping FastPass free. You know, like when we talked about MaxPass and stuff, my pushback is that like when I tell my friends about Disney and I'm explaining FastPass Plus to people and stuff, they're like, okay, and how much does that cost? And, you know, I, I like being able to tell them that's free. You know, it's included with your admission and your stay and everything and so anytime we go into you know talking about something that's fast pass related and we equate it to basically charging for fast passes it makes me uncomfortable because i don't want that to happen and so it's oh hard i know i know that's that and that's why it's that's hard why for these me things are it's hard for the, me to uh, think about yeah it's hard for me to think about that because it's just not something that I even want to consider that Disney would do because if they start charging for like super, super maximum fast pass plus plus it will, it will be a sad day. 
and I think I, you know, I'm I'm not saying that that is definitively what they're doing here. Well, no, but it is a value add. I, it, I get and, that, and it is super interesting that they are offering all. You know, like when you get the behind the seeds tour, you might get fast passed on to living with the land. Right. Uh, when you do the when you do the keys to the king, or maybe I didn't do. I did one of the tours. I did I did one of the tours in Magic Kingdom. Uh, maybe it was Mickey's Magic. I don't know. But anyway, like they took us on the train at one point, right? And we mm-hmm. didn't have to wait in the standard line for the train. And as we got on the train, uh, the uh, the tour guide was telling us about Walt being on the train and and drawing Mickey Mouse and naming him Mortimer and you know all all of that stuff, right? So they were using the train as part of the story, as part of the actual tour, right? It wasn't just about riding the train, right? It was about hey, the, we're going to use this to to help you better understand and also. The train is not the, it's not like they said, hey, you want to go do Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain, and Splash Mountain? Right. The tour wasn't about riding those things. Yeah, and I'm not, and I'm not sure that's what the, I'm not sure that's what the tour here is either. I just thought it was really interesting when I suddenly saw, you know, oh, here, here are all the big attractions at Animal Kingdom that have fast passes. And if you take, if you pay this $250, you're going to get to see all of them. And I don't know, maybe they are going to make that part of the tour. Maybe there's, maybe you're going to go to each attraction. You're going to get a long, you know, get a very in-depth description of what was involved in creating the attraction, how it, how it does this day to night thing. Uh, you know, how the night plays, how, what the Imagineers thought about, and then you'll go ride the attraction and then you'll go on to the next one. And see, I would really like that. I think yeah, that's so a great I. idea. So would I, but I, I don't know. But on some level, they are, they are selling uh, fast passes. Yes, in, no, I know. In, in some yeah. way, shape, or form. And I think, yeah, I, I think maybe for me, what sells me or makes me very eh about the whole thing is, is it actually part of the tour or is it just a way of upselling and value, like you said, value adding uh, something that otherwise people probably wouldn't be willing to pay that much for right yeah and that i feel exactly the same way if the if the fast passes are just a and you also get this type of deal then meh but if they will take you on all of those attractions and take the and group on talk them to together, you talk to talk to you about them while you're doing them right or before before and after i love that yeah so we'll we'll see uh i doubt i will be jumping on the uh, the Ultimate Knights of Adventure VIP tour. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Jeremy will definitely be jumping on the Ultimate Light Knights of Adventure VIP tour. Uh, oh, sure. You know, with that with that kid on the way, and don't don't doubt for a second. Disney probably wants you to pay for the kid as well, Jeremy. Oh, that's, sure. That's three people, buddy. Not not two people. Um, <laughs> but if you if you're interested in doing it, you can uh, check that check that link out of the show notes. Uh, they do have a phone number because it is part of the Enchanting Extras collection. Uh, <laughs> enchanting Extras. That's a pretty good name, actually. Does that not sound like stuff we're about to upcharge you for? Mm-hmm. No, it's a pretty great name, though. But they're enchanting, and so that yeah. makes it all okay. Sure. I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co.
We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, and until then, have a magical day.